Welcome to Peaked at Birth, where the topics are made up and the, we shit our pants on a daily basis. I'm Cody, the cool guy Cody, and this is my co-host, Mo- Monster Michael Michael. And this week, we have a guest, and that guest is nobody, because we're fucking losers. Michael, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me, Chip. <laughs> nice to finally be on here. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect with that one. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> anyway, welcome, welcome to peaked at birth. <laughs> welcome to peaked at birth, everybody. Oh, oh man, it's been a long week. Has been a long week. How are you? Kind of tired, actually. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm also kind of tired. We are uh, recording this pretty late in the evening. Um, so. Yeah, this might be a silly one. I've had a beer or two, and uh, I'm. I've had nothing life. but water and Sprite. Good for you. Yep. Good for you. I'm trying to get Sorry better about it. Same. I'm I drank last. Like... I drank last night, so. I did too, but I didn't drink it enough. I, I had to drive home. I know. So, uh, what do you, what do you want to talk about first? I don't know. Well, I'm um, going to go ahead and apologize in advance. This may or may not be a low-energy episode. Yeah, if uh, if it's low-energy, I apologize. I'll try to keep it high-energy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll we'll try to hype myself up a little bit. Yes. Um, You know, I did see uh, Wichita's getting an esports team. I did see that. Yes. Um, I'm interested. The Wichita Wolves. That's who it is. The Wichita Wolves, and they have, uh, from what I've seen, I looked up on the website after I had seen that article mm. article as well. Um, they have a lot of teams actually. Yeah, I yeah. No, I'm, I'm I noticed the computer. I noticed like there's yeah, it's quite a bit. Yeah. So it looks as if let's put it this way. So they've got Rainbow Six, Fortnite, Rocket League, Overwatch, FIFA, Smash Bros, both Smash Bros Melee and Ultimate, Smite, Warzone, and Valorant. Yeah, and and also I think I saw that um like they essentially just have like a JV and varsity on on almost every single one of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It, yeah, yeah. I'd I'd be interested to watch some of their matches. Uh if I if, if we even could, enough. I mean, like, yeah, it depends. Because I know, like, ESPN every so often like streams fighting games and esports, mm-hmm. on, like actually on TV. So, I don't know. yeah, I know a lot of esports now is just streamed onto YouTube. Um, it's just easier that way, I guess. YouTube and Twitch. I, I a lot of like the league invitationals and stuff are on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, League Invitational, yeah, League Invitationals are on Twitch. CDL is on YouTube. YouTube at the moment. Um, Rocket I think League a lot is, of Rocket League is both. Yeah, depends on. The I don't match. see a whole lot of Rocket League on YouTube, but I think, I think pretty much the only one that I've seen so far that's on YouTube is CDL. Yeah. Unless, uh, unless like a a, a, a Smash Bros tournament's being streamed. Yeah, most um, most of the Smash Bros community sticks to Twitch. Yeah, and those for those of you who don't know, CDL is Call of Duty League, which you um, are into. 
I love Call of Duty League. It is great. Um, for those of you who like Call of Duty League, if any of you like Call of Duty League, uh, my favorite team is Optic. Huge fan. Uh, big fan of uh, the whole Optic community. I'm glad uh, the owner finally got the Optic brand back after losing it. Uh, so if you're a kind CDL of a cool story. Fan, uh, leave support on our Twitter and say how sorry you are. For just liking Call of Duty League. Oh, you're right. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I like Smash Bros, so. Yeah, I mean, honestly, just about, I, I like watching a lot of esports because. Dude, Smash Bros is hype. Yeah. Um, Smash Bros. Um, I like to watch, honestly, any esport, realistically. I watch a lot of Pro Rocket um, League. I can't watch. Oh, sorry. I guess the MOBAs are kind of hard to watch sometimes. Yeah, um, it depends on the MOBA. Like Dota is kind of easier to follow, but League gets really jumbled. League's boring. I play Smite. League is I mean, Michael and I both play Smite actually. Oh, I love Smite. Um, and I could probably watch that. It's because... it's a lot easier to follow. Um, yeah, because it is a third person perspective. Even the spectator cam is third person. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's just awesome to watch uh, people play games better than I can probably ever play them. So you no, know, it's fine. Like watching esports right now is better than actually playing games because there's nothing good out right now. Yeah, there really isn't a whole lot, honestly. Um, I think like the last good launch. Oh God! Oh Ghost God! Was Tsushima? it Hades? Ghost of Tsushima would be my opinion. I would say Hades. Hades came out after. Yeah, I didn't really hear much about it. Great, yeah, Hades also... is good. It's a. Uh, it's by the same guys who did a uh, Bastion and a uh, Transistor. Yeah, I'm not even familiar with those. Oh yeah, they're just they're beautiful art games, and the music is amazing. Yeah, I believe it. But they're uh, it's a top-down perspective. Uh, I know for a fact Hades is like roguelike. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't... There's not a whole lot of... I don't play a whole lot of games like this. That's why I was kind of confused. Yeah, but I, I enjoyed it. The story is really cool. The characters are really nice. The artwork is beautiful. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of, like, action-adventure games, first-person shooters. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. I mean... I can play MOBAs. I play a lot of. I like a lot of sports games too. Yeah, I don't. So, I don't think I have a preferred genre because I play just about everything. Yeah, I mean, I do too. I mean, if a game piques my interest and you know, if it if it yeah. is really good at keeping you drawn in, then I'm 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 game for it. I like story games, uh, but I also I just uh, I don't know. I I like multiplayer a lot because I've just it helps me just distract myself because when I'm playing solo, I'm like, man, I feel kind of lonely. Yeah, um, I feel that way about a lot of games. Um, like, for me, I can, like, if I have a group of people, you know, like, to talk to while I'm playing a solo game, I'm fine. Like, I'll, I'll sit there and play it all yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, I like the cooperation aspect of, like, first-person shooters or... I fucking love Borderlands, man. Man, Borderlands is a crazy good, it's a solid game. I haven't played Solid too much of game. free. Like I own it. I just I haven't really touched it that much. And it's because like 
the people who I would play it with have either already beaten it or playing it, are playing it on another system. Yeah. Which uh, I know, I know. I played it on I played it on PS4, um, and I have beaten it. Have I beaten it? Yes, I have beaten it. I yep. I should. I should just blow through it. Yeah, it's a good game. I uh, me and me and Nathaniel actually got uh, really I, I into figured. it. <laughs> and uh, you kept trying to get me to get it, but my PlayStation broke. Yeah. We uh we got really into it and we're like going as far as like farming bosses for specific pieces of or specific guns for builds that we wanted to do. So we both have max level characters now. And uh yeah, it was Was it just me or is like GTA no longer fun? You know, I only found GTA 5 fun for maybe six months. Yeah. Um, I would agree. There's Now, my brother is a huge fan of GTA. Oh my gosh, is he a huge fan of GTA. And I love it. I love that he's, you know, a big... He has found a game that he loves. Good for him. I, yeah. you know... I mean, I think it's I important wish... that everyone just finds uh, a, finds something that, that they can gravitate towards. Because, I mean, like... Yeah. With um, Beth fell in love with Spyro. Like that's something I Man. just was not expecting, bro. Spyro. That's the shit, dude. That was like S tier. That is the game that got me into gaming. S tier. Absolutely. Well, so Absolutely. for me, it's for me, it's Spyro and Crash Bandicoot. Oh yeah, I mean, I those were the PlayStation pioneers. Absolutely. 100%. But I think Crash. Crash ultimately won mascot of Sony before oh, yeah. the PlayStation 2. Oh, and yeah. I think it's just because, like, Crash was a little bit more accessible. Because, like, with Crash, it was just, it was a linear path. You didn't have to worry too much about, like, the open world concept. But I think Spyro did such a, a good job where it's like, yes, there is a linear path. There is a point A to point B. But, like it's sprawled out. It's not just a straight path that like you got to avoid obstacles in. It's like there's enemies that you can, you can affect um, the obstacles. You can easily get around. You don't have to worry about timing your jumps too specifically. I don't know. Spyro is just a really well-rounded game. Spyro, the old, the, the second and third installment of the, like the original Spyro trilogy. Third one's my favorite. They were hard. They were very difficult. That final boss fight, let me tell you, it's uh, let me it's tell a doozy. You, oh, did you know this about Spyro 3? So Spyro 3 was the game that introduced adaptive difficulty. I know this because really? I, I speed run it. Oh, nice. I yeah. didn't know you do that, actually. Yeah. Um, that is, yeah. But um, essentially what it is is um, the game uh, collects the data from how much you've collected because it is a collect-a-thon. Um, so yeah. if you're like 100%ing every level, the enemy AI actually gets more difficult. Really? So, yeah. So, so especially speedrunning is dope. Yeah. And you notice it more with like boss fights. I do, um, I actually do 100. I think the, t the final total of the game is 117%. Um, I do 117% glitchless because Eight? I think, I think, yeah, I think it's harder to do it. Just play it. Uh, vanilla. Yeah, I didn't even know you did that. Honestly, that's kind of mm -hmm. cool. 
I don't have any records yet because I don't have official times, but I, I have a lot of pathings that I've worked on. Oh, yeah. But Neato. I've always I've, I've actually been trying to find because speedrunning is really like a, a huge... I was a speedrun Link to the Past. Nice. I knew you were you've always been into Link to the Past, though. I'm like the one out of our friend group that respects Link to the Past for. I I, <laughs> I mean, I think it's better than Ocarina of Time because it doesn't hold your hand as much, but. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I've just never been into the 2D Zelda games. Yeah. Uh, I just don't like them as much. I also play the randomizer. See, I don't play, like, Link to the Past normally. I just play the randomizer. Because it, it brings an interesting aspect to the game. Because I've already played through the entire game multiple times. Right. Um. Yeah. I like I like the randomizers. There's also one with Super Metroid that I really enjoy too. Nice. Yeah. My favorite's always been Ocarina of Time. While it does like really hold your hand. Yeah. Um I will say that uh I mean I'm not going to disrespect it in any way. It is it is a it's still a really 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 good game. I think I don't think it's aged very well, but no like none of the games from that generation have aged well. No. I think uh, that and Majora, and so Majora's Mask was definitely more of like a, a, it was definitely a way more difficult game, honestly. It is. Um, yeah. It did not hold your hand. Right. It, it literally, I mean, like, you have to pay really close attention to the, like, context and everything in order for you to understand it, and it's yeah, really hard. Yeah, you can't hard. just, like, unlike Ocarina of Time, like, you can't just, like, put it down for, like, a month because you get busy and then pick it back up. Like, you almost have yeah. to start a new save with it. Yeah, it's really easy to pick back up ocarina of time because it's like oh i finished this temple and if you know what you're talking about or mm -hmm. you have friends that know what they're talking about you can be like oh where am i supposed to go next and, you're, and then you're good like you yeah, just exactly. go and plus like no matter where you are at the game even if you just look at a walkthrough it's like oh i'm exactly at this point yep whereas majora's mask you're going back and forth through the town like so many different times plus like the whole time skip mechanic yep if you know anything about Majora's Mask, you'll know that you have to reset the same three days over and over in order to complete the game. And, and there's certain things. Old. There's only yeah, there's only certain things you can do on certain days. Yeah, and it's just a jumbled mess. It is so absurdly hard. It's fun. And it it boggles my mind even, and I just I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's honest. I would I would respect it as a better game than Ocarina of Time. When it comes to the 3D Zeldas, um. Just because it it felt like it did more with for the sure same did more. with the same engine. Yeah, I think it it did a lot more, but I still think that. But Ocarina I mean, Ocarina of Time, of Time is the definitive Zelda game, hands down. I think it's just the one that everyone knows. It's also the uh, so I have the special edition Wind Waker for GameCube. Yeah, that uh, came with not only Wind Waker. But it it came with the GameCube port of Ocarina of Time. Nice. And on that same disc is the Ocarina of Time Master Quest. What's that? It is. So it's essentially like... You know how like Mario Kart, the, the difficulty past 250cc is mirrored? Yeah. Master Quest is like that. And the boss fights are a little bit harder. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine playing that game back. It, it's like just playing Dark Souls, according well, to game like, journalists. 
that's like um so was it what Wii game was it? Was it Skyward Sword? That or was it no, I think it was Twilight Princess. So Twilight Princess, when it was originally made Yeah, so when it was made for the GameCube, like Link was normal, but then when they ported it to Wii because they wanted to make it a, a Wii launch title, um, they actually mirrored the game entirely. Yeah, so So because people not Yeah. Like a large yeah, majority of people are right handed. Yeah, so because then, because then, when they remastered it for the Switch, no again, Wii U, Wii U, yeah, yeah, they re they flipped it again, so that way Link was left-handed and not right-handed. Yep. And so, um, it's always funny because which is the Nathaniel... only criticism I've seen for that remake. Yeah, because like everyone who played it before, mm -hmm. they're like, "Why is everything weird?" And then they realize that everything is 100% mirrored. Yeah, because the Wii version is actually the backwards version, which is just yeah. so funny. Because that's the one that everyone played. No one played the fucking GameCube version. Yeah, it's so funny. <sighs> but no, I will I will always 100% hold that the Nintendo 64 original PlayStation, even the PlayStation 2, like that is the eras of that's the era of gaming where it's just so ugly to look at. That like it it needs remastered like that entire generation like honestly for like the next three years if we got nothing but re like faithful remasters and and remakes of that generation of games I don't think I'd be upset. Yeah, I think there's a lot of games that deserve a remaster. But no, um, instead PlayStation's like, oh, we need to remaster a PlayStation Three game that was super popular. Yeah. Okay, they, so uh, if if you it. could, if you could, okay, how am I gonna phrase this? If you were Good to question. remake or remaster a game from any generation, it could be like first gen with like the Sega Master System, or like cur like last gen, like the PS4, Xbox One. You could remake and remaster a game. What would it be? Um, I know the game. I just need to look it up real quick. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's actually a Spyro game, but it's... Is it Enter the Dragonfly? No. The one for GameCube? No. Oh. It was... Hang on, I'm gonna guess it. Wait, you might be right, actually. No. Hero's Tale for the PlayStation 2. It might be that one. My sister really liked that one. Let me make sure you're right. Let me see. Aha. Uh... Yeah, my sister I mean... really liked that one. I, I think there's aspects of it that needed to be changed. Yes, it was Hero's Tale. Mm -hmm. I loved that one. Because it was more, like, in my eyes, it was more 3D, and, like, it, it the graphics were just better overall. Well, it felt more open-world-ish, because it's, like, it put you yeah. in an environment, it didn't toss you out of the level at the end of, like, you were just in an environment affecting it. I th yeah. think there are aspects of that game that could have been way better. Um, yeah. Like, the blink sections. 
Um, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't get to play through the entire game because I got stuck. I was a kid, and so like yeah. I got stuck on a part and I gave up. Yeah, my. But sister. yeah, I was, I was so into it. Like I loved it. Honestly, I think if my sister was into gaming more, I think she would be a professional speedrunner of that game specifically. Probably, I believe it. Um, and so I have two because I liked mm. both Crash and Spyro, as I said. Yeah, but um, the other one would be Crash Twin Sanity. See, that's the one I haven't played. It was so good. I I don't think again. I don't think as a kid I, I was able to beat it because I wasn't good enough at the game and it was just really hard. Okay, now now but, before I give my answers, I do, I have a follow up question for you. Sure. If you could remake and then change certain aspects of those games, what would you change and why? Uh, it's hard to say simply, again, because I haven't played them in so long. I really don't mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. Um, and if it was anything, it would simply just be, like, smoothing out mechanics. Yeah, yeah, That's definitely, it. definitely. Because there were so many things that were, like, and I mean, it's just this way with any game, but, like, there's yeah. so many things wrong with the game, and it's just so hard to play sometimes. I think just mechanics in general just needs to be smoothed out. Otherwise, oh, yeah. the games were masterpieces. Like, easily the some of the best games I played as a kid. Mm -hmm. Easily. I don't care yeah, who I you think, are. I think, um... So, one of the few games... I, I'm going to go popular vote with this one. Um, the original Battlefront for uh, PlayStation, uh, of course. Yeah. I think... That would be, that would probably be, like, my go-to. Right. Um, just because, like, I, I liked, so I fell for the EA marketing scheme of their version of Battlefront, the first one. Like, you don't know how dedicated I got to this game, Cody. <laughs> I bought the ultimate, I pre-ordered the ultimate edition. You're talking, uh... The one that came out for PlayStation 3? PlayStation 4, uh, back in, like, 2016, 2017. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, the that generation's original Battlefront. Yeah. The one that everyone hated, because it didn't have single player, and the multiplayer was bare bones at best. Yeah, the multiplayer was ass. Yeah, I, I fell for it. I bought Ultimate. Good for you. I paid the $100 for it, and I was like, ugh... And is that the one that you said, that's the one you wanted remastered? No, no, no. The one I want is for the, like, PlayStation 2. Oh, okay, okay. The original yeah. Battlefront. Yeah, that one was good. That one was indeed a good one. And I, you know, that's another one where it's just smoothing out the mechanics, uh, kind of giving it that, that dice feel. Because Battlefront 2 is fun as fuck. Oh, the, yeah. The new Battlefront 2. I mean, the old one was really fun too. Oh, the old one's amazing. I don't think I could change the old one. No. If I were to remake it, I don't. I I wouldn't change anything about it. You could play uh, like heroes versus villains and Moss Eisley's Cantina, or oh, uh, gosh, oh, dude. So I mean, good. even like Ewok Hunt was on the original Battlefront too. I never played that because I couldn't read very well back then. But um, yeah, there was there was a mode on Hoth where it was Wampas versus Rebels. Wow! Yeah, it's so cool. 
So like, yeah, but like with the original Battlefront, there's like the maps are are really cool and and unique. I really like the maps on it. Um, but there there is some just some gameplay things that needs a little tweaked. Um, because that's back when like dual stick control wasn't very common. Yeah, I definitely. It took me so long to get used to dual stick control. I know. It was so bad. And then I, oh God, I don't even know what my second game would be. Because it's like the the one I would love to see remake already got like an actual remake where it's just a retelling of the story. Which one was that? Ratchet and Clank. Right. I yeah, was a, I was a like... PS2 kid. Oh, me too. I think uh, other ones that deserve one deserve remasters now are the... F Zero, dude. F Zero would yeah. be good. A Star Fox. I think a, a new Star Fox. Holy shit! Oh, I would. Uh, I would come if if Nintendo like this second would just come out and say, "Hey, by the way, um, like if they did like a regular Nintendo Direct where it's like bullshit third party titles that nobody cares about, like uh, whatever fucking FIFA." Uh-huh. You know, like this last Nintendo Direct, and then like at the very, very end, we're like, "Hey, we don't have any more news for Zelda, but like, uh, Star Fox, am I right?" And then right. ended the presentation right there. I would literally just be like, "Hey, what the fuck? You mean we're getting a new Star uh, Fox?" Excuse me. Um, I think Nintendo is the worst company when it comes to remasters and remakes. I do agree with you because their big titles that they remade, like Star Fox. Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. They they poured it onto a fucking handheld that they knew was going to die eventually. You know? Wow. Yeah, like the 3DS. Yeah, that was weird. I feel like if they were to remake that, like, honestly, Ocarina of Time and the Breath of Wild engine, beautiful. That would be a master, uh, instant, like, Nintendo would swim in more money than they've made during like the entire run of Mario. If they were to remake Ocarina of Time in the Breath of the Wild engine. Yeah. I don't know if they'd be I don't it's hard to say. I mean, I do think they'd be very successful, 100%. Yeah. Um going as far as saying that they're going to make more money than they have with Mario, maybe a little stretch. But I understand where you're going with it. Yeah, I was going for the hyperbole uh, on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. I mean, they'd make a fuck ton of money. I mean, honestly, they'd make a fuck ton of money off of a Star it Wars or a, f- a Star Fox remake. It would be a F-Zero faithful remake. remaster. It wouldn't just be like, oh, by the way, it's on the 3DS now and it's a little smoother. Yeah. You know, it's like, the fuck the 3DS. You only bought a 3DS yeah. if you wanted to play, like, Animal Crossing, New Leaf, and Pokemon. That's the only yeah. reason why you owned a 3DS. Or because you thought 3D without glasses was really good. But, really you know, cool. it ended up just being nothing but a gimmick. And Well, it was also just really bad for your eyes. Well, and no games really relied on it. No games really yeah. played with it. Like, I understand, like, the games that were specifically made for the 3DS, like, I'm fine with them staying on the 3DS. Like, uh, Zelda Link Between Worlds, um, any of the Pokemon games that came out for 3DS, so, like, Sun and Moon... Um, yeah, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Um, 
I didn't like Animal Crossing going to the 3DS. I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, I didn't actually own a, like anything like a, I didn't own a DS or a 3DS or anything like that. I owned a DS. I didn't own a 3DS. My sister did. Yeah, I only ever I think the the thing I, the last thing I had gotten was the Game Boy SP. I had so much. I had so many memories with my Game Boy. Yeah. What was your favorite uh, Game Boy game? Ooh, fuck. That's a good one. Um, Mine was Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. That's a good one. That's a good one. I think I played... Oh, honestly, okay. I was a Pokemon kid more than anything. Um, So, like, Fire Red, Leaf Green, uh, Ruby Sapphire, I played way too much of. Um, I played Emblem Green. Oh, Emerald. Emerald's a good one. I yep. loved Emerald. Um... I don't know. I had the Donkey Kong Country 2 port. I played that I a had, lot. I had Donkey Kong Country 3. Oh, yeah. That's the one I right. haven't played. I've played the first two, but I haven't played the third one. It's weird. Yeah. You don't have Donkey or Diddy. You only have is Dixie. Yeah. and She's cool, I guess. And, well, is it Dixie Kong or is it Trixie? It's, it's Dixie. Because I think... Is it Trixie? It might be Trixie Kong. No, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking of now. who's in Donkey Kong 64. Uh, Dixie Kong is in 64. That's not Dixie, though. That's... Girl, hang on. Characters in... Uh... So, yeah, three... Oh, sorry. Actually, so... Donkey... It's Tiny Kong. Tiny Kong's the one I'm thinking of. From Donkey Kong. Tiny... Yeah, so Dixie Kong is in... That is a game that would make an amazing remake as well. I think Donkey Kong Countries need a remake. There are also some good games. Oh, yeah, um, and, like, the Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze engine. Yes, but not anything like Tropical Freeze, because it was a bust. No, I was just saying, well, actually, it's it's revered by the country community. They like it? Yeah, they like it. Wow. Also, I love um, how the Banana Fairy Princess is just Princess Daisy. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so Donkey Kong Country 3 keeps dixie kong and then introduces kitty kong mm-hmm. and he's my favorite kitty kong is so adorable with his oversized onesie <laughs> and his little like the the rest of his like little legs yeah poke out as like a little tails on his feet cute 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 diddy kong racing would be interesting to see remade also you know it's a hot take. Here's here's our hot take for the day. How about this? Uh-huh. Um, I think Diddy Kong Racing is a terrible game. I agree. I hate it. But I think it could be done better. Because it came out before Mario Kart 64, didn't it? I don't know. Let me fact check you. Okay. Diddy Kong Racing came out in 97. Mario Kart 64. 96. So Diddy oh, Kong damn, came after. Diddy Kong game later. Yep. Ooh. All right. But yeah, I think... Uh, I mean, I think both games kind of control like ass. Well, okay. So I think... I definitely think Mario Kart did it better, though. 100%. I mean, yeah. Um... And it's because um, Diddy Kong Racing was actually outsourced to Rare. So 
Nintendo never officially worked on Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah. So I think the the thing I didn't like about Diddy Kong Racing is the the different racing styles you had, right? It was okay, both kart or plane. About... Oh yeah, where it was the ore. I was about to say like, how do you feel about Mario Kart Eight? Yeah. So so it, it, like I said, it's just the uh, like the v, the different vehicles. I think like... honestly, it's the time it came out because I think honestly, while the sixty four is such a cool system. The games are kind of ass now. As far as like, I'm I'm feeling like as I'm saying as far as like control wise, because it's like we we have such responsive controls now. Oh yeah. That like when I we mean, go back to play Nintendo sixty four games, a lot of those games really do just control like ass. No, I suck. I'm so bad. Yeah. I mean, but that's just natural. I mean, the technology yeah. is just way high right now. Exactly. So, like, exactly. You can't expect them to no. Even be remotely close but if we pressure like i'm saying show up at nintendo's headquarters um and pressure them into remaking them maybe they won't control like ass yeah i mean i don't know i'm sure they could come up with something because they're smart people well sure like the could... nintendo switch is like the perfect system to throw throwbacks on yeah i agree I mean, because they've already added the emulators. They've already added yeah, the NES exactly. and the SNES. Yeah. And, I mean, shit. They've just re-released a Game Boy Nintendo DD- DS game. What game was that? Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Right. Yeah, and they remade it. Yeah. And it was a complete just... remake. It wasn't even a remaster. Yeah. So it's like, it shows that you know, they want to do that stuff. There's not. I don't know. Yeah. It just seems to me that Nintendo's uh just being fucking lazy. I don't think they're lazy. I think, I don't think they're, they're just... I, I don't think they're thinking of the fans' best interest. They don't. They don't see the the urgency in which people want remakes of their really good games. And also, I just I've never felt that Nintendo has actually listened to the fans. No, they never do. Which and is I why think, Metroid Prime Four hasn't been released. And I think uh, Sony and Microsoft will listen too much to their fans. Yeah, you know what? I can see that one. Because, I mean, well, uh, Gears of War 5 doesn't need to happen at all, but it here we are. I mean, Halo, in my opinion, died a long time ago. Halo died after Reach. I think even Reach was a Reach. <laughs> they, were str- they were stretching for that one. I didn't like Halo Reach. My favorite one before that was ODST. ODST is a good game, though. It is really good. The soundtrack is amazing. soundtrack is incredible and 8-bit music theory if any of you guys know it did a video on it and it makes me it gives me goosebumps i love that shit so good so are you one of those halo purists where it's like enhanced movement ruined halo i don't like halo at all honestly Fair enough. i've never truly truly been a halo fan fair enough um i think odst just had I think it just offered better gameplay. Okay. Personally. You know, I can agree now, with you. I can agree with you. I 
I do think that Halo 3's uh, campaign is really good. I've played through it multiple mm-hmm. times. Right. I like it. But I think ODST just tops it just barely. And also, ODST included or implemented Firefight, which is, you know, like the survival mode. Right. And I thought that was amazing. I think they improved that in Reach, though. I think Reach's Firefight's pretty solid. Yeah. So Reach did improve on that at the very least. Um, as far as everything else, I don't know, and I don't personally believe they did a whole lot to truly improve the game. I don't know. I think um, they used a slightly different engine than in Halo 3 and in um, ODST. Uh-huh. I think the game looks a lot smoother. I think the lighting effects are a lot better also. Um, yeah, I mean, overall graphics, I mean... Yeah. just inevitably are going to be better right. because of technology. Well, and it came now. out it came out later in the Xbox 360's lifetime anyway. Yeah. Um I'm looking at my lit I'm looking at my games right now on my shelf and I'm like, did I not like any of these games? Oh, I didn't like Final Fantasy 10. I've never played a Final Fantasy game and I don't that, know if I ever will. That's one of that apparently that's one of like the good ones and I'm like, I I don't like it that much. I mean, I have Final Fantasy 7. I have 7, it's... 10, and 15. I have 7 because it was free. Yep. And so I got it. I haven't played the remaster of it. I heard it's good. I, I just haven't, haven't been fucked. Yeah. Um, so on the topic of first-person shooters, then what was your favorite Call of Duty? Since we're there. I really enjoyed Modern Warfare 3. I bet you weren't expecting that one. <laughs> no, actually, you know, um, I would say uh, before I watched a lot of CDL mm-hmm. and like was very much into like the culture and kind of everyone's opinions on other Call of Duty games. Mm-hmm. Uh, had I not had I not known the opinions of other people, I would have said, wow, that's a hot take. You're stupid. Right. Um, right. But. Actually, Modern Warfare 3 is a very respected game in the Call of Duty yeah. uh, world. Like, there are so many people that were like, yeah, the movement was great. Uh, no, it felt so good. And it was a different engine for Modern Warfare 2. So the game look and feel completely different. Um, yeah. And I think it's just because it borrowed a little from Black Ops. Yeah, I can see that. Now, I didn't play a whole lot of MW3, unfortunately. Um, but granted, I've just never truly, truly been a fan of Infinity Ward's Call of Duties at all. Um, as a matter of fact, I think this last Call of Duty they made was terrible. Yeah, yeah. And Infinity I Ward, I, Infinity Ward does a terrible job of keeping up with terrible bugs right now. I think so Infinity Ward also is is very bad about listening to the fans. Yeah. Um. But, like, right now in Warzone, there's this massive... There's these glitchy pistols oh, that yeah. are literally destroying people. Like, and also like to them and you know, dead in they'll, seconds. They do a patch fix, and then, like, two patch fixes later, the original patch deteriorates, and so that bug comes back. Yeah. Like, the stim glitch. Yeah, like, uh... They, the stim glitch was very apparent very early on in Warzone, and then they patched it out. And then, like, this past season, it's back. And it's like, how the yeah, fuck again. did it come back? 
I thought you fixed it's, it. Well, it's main. I think it's a lot of it has to do with people finding other exploits. Yeah. Um, more than likely. But yeah, it's just they just feel so incomplete. Yeah. And I think that's just that's not like on Infinity Ward or I think it's actually more of an Activision issue. Because like the way that game like the game trend has gone is just nobody cares about your release date. You're doing yearly releases. And if it's unfinished, it's unfinished. We'll just throw in DLC that people either have to pay for or make it free, but add more cosmetics to the game that people have to buy with real world money. Yeah. Because we have to make more money after release than we do at release. And I think that's a very, very stupid mindset. Yeah. Um, Cause there are plenty, there are plenty of games now that, you know, release day one, plenty of content. In fact, will get you hours of enjoyment, are genuine, excellent games to play through, and then they throw a DLC out that you're like, you know what, I don't mind tossing $10 towards, because not only does it add more to the game, but, like, it, it's its own standalone thing. Like, Spider-Man? Spider-Man's a fucking solid title at lunch. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other games, but, like, you know, Borderlands borderlands does not actually that is the opposite issue where it's like the content that's added to the game is its own content like it's their own storylines but it yep. already makes the game more fun to enjoy yeah i don't know i like i said i just think infinity ward call of duties are inferior to uh treyarch but that doesn't mean right. Treyarch Call of Duties are perfect either. No, I, and I, I'm not saying they are. Mm -mm. I, if I had to even label one Call of Duty as a perfect Call of Duty, um, it's tough to say. Yeah, but I think it would for me, for me, I think it would be either Black Ops or Black Ops Two. Probably Black Ops. I. I do enjoy the first Black Ops because it, it controlled closer to, to Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Um, I, I loved Black Ops 2 back in the day, but going back and playing it now because, you know, it's backwards compatible on Xbox. Uh-huh. Um, it just, it feels so floaty. At least the aiming does. And it yeah, just it doesn't know. feel as responsive. Yeah. I mean, for me, like my favorite gun is in that game. That's where right. that's where it was birthed. Mm -hmm. You know the, the AN, right? Nope. AK seventy four U. Oh yeah, no, right. you're talking to the first Black Ops, yeah. Black I thought Ops, you were talking yeah. about Black Ops two still. No no no. No no Black Ops one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the seventy four U. Yeah, that's where the seventy four U was born. Mm -hmm. uh, my best game of Call of Duty ever is on that game. Uh, I've never had a better game than that. And I've had I think a pretty it was, few solid in that game. Yeah, it was a team deathmatch where I went 41 and 3. Damn. Yeah, I was going nutty. With Actually, coincidentally, like, I'm not a huge fan of the multiplayer of it, but like Modern Warfare 2 holds my best my best game. It's just ridiculous. They're, those games are so broken. What is it, by the way? 52 and 2. Jesus. On, uh, God, what was that map? Um, Man, we were 
god tier gamers, weren't we? Yeah, right. What happened? Old age. Yeah. No, oh god, I can't think of the map name, but it's the one where it's like it has the the big two trenches in the middle of the map that cross at the center. And then there's like that giant hedge that has an invisible wall so you can't go through it. That like runs through most of the center of the map. I don't know what you're talking about now. I don't remember um, the name of it, but it's like it. you can't go outside of the boundary because it has like a radiation zone. Yeah. Yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Part of the reason why I did so good on that game, though, is I stole a guy's care package that had a Pavlo in it. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that's literally the only reason why I was so good in that match. It's also like, the birth. Wasteland. Yes, that's that's the one it was. Yep. Yep. It's fifty-two and two, baby. Terminal was one of my favorite maps. I love that they brought it back for for three. Yeah. Uh, I again, think... I I knew it was there. I just never again. I never played it. Yeah. Uh, Skid Row was a good one. They brought back Scrapyard, even though I don't think they needed to. I thought it was Scrapyard. Was I don't map. like Modern Warfare's over reliance on old maps. Yep. I'm gonna say it. Uh, Rust. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, honestly, all the Call of Duties have done it because now raids brought back. Uh, yeah, but at brought, least with so they... Black Ops Cold War, it it doesn't rely on them. Modern Warfare uh, almost relied on them. CDL kind of did, honestly. Yeah. CDL relies on it. Yeah. And that's just simply because uh, the, the map layouts they... are kind of perfect. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the maps that they gave us with Cold War were too abstract i guess would be the best way to put it right because like satellite i I love satellite i think satellite's a great map even though you hate it when we play on it i only hate it when i i hate domination on it yeah it's specific game modes that i hate on it it's fine for team deathmatch and it's fine for hardpoint yes agree um but like i think satellites are really i think it's i think satellites are very uh I think it's very new age, I guess, is kind of right. the way to put it. Because generally, when you have a like, Call of Duty map, it's all just like, more than likely, it is very much like a flat service with mm. some like, elevated platforms to stand on and shoot from, right? Yeah. This one is straight up like, there are inclines, there are dips, there are caves, there are, you know, a broken plane and shit to like it is yeah. everywhere. When it's like I love you know, it. you have the the vehicles to hide behind over in the dunes. You have yeah, and then there's the dune section, which is really cool. Yeah, no, it's it's one of the most unique maps. Yeah, but again, you just they can't use that for a a fair Call of Duty map. No, because you know you get it, you get at a perfect angle and no one can really see you. Yeah, there, well, yeah, there's just no winning unfortunately so yeah it just depends on the side of the map you spawn on right um so oh you know what really okay you know what i'm gonna go off topic you know or go back to our previous topic you know what series of games absolutely needs remade what's that star wars force unleashed uh you know i agree i do i do agree with you and i think um so I, th- I think a good reason why, and I don't know how, and you, I guess you may know this, but I know since Disney took over 
the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. they have made old old legend books no longer canon. Yeah, because exist. they're calling that extended universe, um, and it doesn't flow with their perfect timeline. Yes. Um. So I don't know if that takes out Force Unleashed it does. or not. It does. Okay. So. I think they do need to remake them. Mm-hmm. And they need so to way, release three. So that, yeah. So that way Disney has a say in it. Like, if they change the story a little bit, like, great. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm fine with them changing the story a little bit because there's some aspects to it that don't really line up to the original storyline. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I think, and I'm mostly, this is more of, like, almost all of my, my takes about this is it's all about, like, mechanical perspectives where it's like oh you know the game could look a little smoother here or you know it, it needs more detail there like there are some aspects to star killer where i'm like you know maybe a little bit more detail on his character design would have been it would have put this game above any other game that i've played yeah and um, i think i think it's because like they had to downgrade some of the graphical designs because it got ported to the wii which was a far inferior system to the 360 and the ps3 terrible terrible well it was just a it was just an upgraded gamecube yeah I mean, it was just gamecube it was, with motion controls this is horrible i didn't like it at all no personally it, in fact they they actually it almost feels like they kept that same like graphical design like for the 360 because i own it on 360 um and I, I love the game i think it's a really fun game to play and i love all the little hidden stuff in it but like man the game looks like dog shit and I think yeah. it's because they kept, they had to keep it dumbed down so they could easily port it to the Wii and not have to downgrade graphics from each version. Yes. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass now. I, I I don't know at this point. Yeah, I just, personally, I think the reason, my big thing for the remaster is simply so Disney can have a say in the story mm-hmm. and then it becomes canon again. Yeah, right? exactly. I don't even because... think it was canon in the first place. Yeah, I don't know if it was either, but I think it should be. Yeah, personally, and also they can um, like they can go back, especially with Unleashed Two. Oh my God, there's there's some storyline things that needed to be added to that game because it's an eight hour game, and there's just it just needs a little more, a little yeah, more polish, a little more touch. The reason why I think they need another one or need to remake them again is because now they have Jedi Fallen Order out. And yeah. It's all yeah, I actually enjoy it. I thought I it was pretty. Fallen... It's easily my favorite game that has come out for the PS4. Oh, easily. It's, it's fun. It's so good. I think it takes a very innovative. Well, I'm spin. not a huge fan of Cal's character, but I, I think the game itself is solid. I know. I definitely think Cal's character. I, I disagree with you. I think Cal's character is very much a solid character because he comes from somebody i'm not talking about his i'm talking about like his writing like the way he interacts with like with the other characters i don't know it's just if it feels a little whiny to me yeah but again you have to you have to think about think about him as like anakin right yeah Uh, he, he he came from nothing and became something so he still has like at least in like the beginning and the middle of the game, he has that sense of like yeah. angsty. Well, and his character does get better. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I mean, by the end of the game, he's a he's matured so much. Also, one of my uh, one of my favorite characters in the entire Star Wars universe comes from that game. Who's that? Uh, the uh, the Night Sister from Dathomir. Yes. She also has easily won uh, my title for most attractive woman in the Star Wars universe. I agree with you. And she has to compete with the entire race of the Twi'lekians. You know, I need to look at the Twi'leks real quick. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Yeah, I forgot what this Actually, I, I would what? say it goes her. You're, okay, you're right. You're right. Yes. It goes her and then Ayla Secura. Who the fuck was that? Uh, Twi'lek. Uh, Twi'lek Jedi. Twi Jedi. Who is the Twi'lek Jedi? Is it Ryloth? No, Ayla Secura. A oh, Ayla Secura. Okay, you're right. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad you really knew that off the top of your head. Yeah, I'm passionate about this. I see you. I see it. <laughs> I'm but, passionate between yeah. this and Marvel. Yeah. Uh, good old Scarlett Johansson for me, brother. Mm. Black Widow. I'm all about She-Hulk, my guy. She-Hulk. Absolutely. Hell yeah. She could crush me. Yeah. I will consent to her actually crushing me. Who was it that we were joking about? Oh, Loba from Apex. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. mind if she... Uh, <laughs> if I suffocated in her ass. Yeah, well, in her thighs. Yeah. Really you know, you good. mentioned hot takes earlier. Yeah, go ahead. So this is this is more of like, you would agree with me on this one, but I don't know if anybody else would. I'm ready. Cinnamon rolls belong with chili. Yes, I mean that's just a Kansas thing, though. And it's I only really, a, it's only a Kansas thing. And I don't. And I think it's, maybe it's speckled even, a little in Missouri. No, let me put it this way. I'm going to tell you this right now, and I don't think it's even speckled in Missouri. And I say that because my girlfriend doesn't fucking like. She's never had it before, and she's never heard of it. But I that seriously think monster. it is. It is just a Central Kansas thing. It has to or be like Central to Western Kansas thing because. I've asked so many people. I asked so many people about it at work one day. Yeah. Like even customers, right? And everybody said yes. And then the few people that I asked that were like weirded out about it were the people who were from out of town. Yeah. Like, so I live in Oklahoma, right? And so anytime like it hits Friday or it's like a little chilly with some like storms coming in, I'm always like, oh man, this would be a great day for a nice hot bowl of chili and a warm and beautiful moist sweet cinnamon roll and they always look at me like i'm weird they're like those two foods don't go together and it's like fuck you yes they do you eat chocolate covered pretzels yeah but she, same she, concept i think what people don't understand and i mean i guess i could be wrong i don't know if mm -hmm. people do this or not but what i think what people are they like, think we dip it yeah they're they're insinuating that we dip our cinnamon roll in the chili and eat it no 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 no. no. you you either yeah. eat the cinnamon roll first or you save it for for later but it's supposed to like I mean, the way I do it is I, like, I take a few bites of chili, wait for my mouth to get really, really hot and, like, you know, overfilled with savory, and then I take a bite of the cinnamon roll to, like, right. kind of clean the palate in between. Bro, it it's is. Like, it's, genius. oh, my God. It is genius. I don't, I don't get, well, and see, like, the thing about a cinnamon roll. Well, I think that was only a school thing, too. That's what's funny. Yeah, like, I mean, that's, we grew up with that. Yeah. But, um, like, the thing for me is like 
cinnamon rolls because they have cinnamon in them and cinnamon is a spice. Yeah. Um are are in a way kind of savory themselves. In a way, right? in a way, but then you, you not... get the nice sweet like icing on top of it. It's, it's oh. yeah, it's the icing that makes it sugary, right? Yeah. And so I think that's why it fits so well. I think and also the rest of the country will call us fucking monsters for calling them cinnamon rolls. Because yeah, everyone else cinnamon calls them buns, cinnamon right? buns. Yeah, well, they're fucking wrong. They're wrong. How's it, how does it feel to be a filthy fucking sinner? No, no, no. You know, why the they're called cinnamon, you know why it's called a cinnamon roll? Because it because you have rolled. To, you have to roll the fucking dough and then cut it apart. Sorry. Yeah. I'm getting really passionate about no, this. No, dude, they're, they're, they're the honestly one of the best desserts ever. Let me let me okay. Let me ask you. Now here's another hot take. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Chili, right? Uh huh. Chili has its own. Is it the okay? Sorry, when you when you define chili, I call it a stew. It is. I'm not even good. I'm not even going into that. Right. Oh, okay. So so the name chili. If you mm-hmm. define the name chili for a for a food, yeah. What what would you say? Right. Well, tell me what you'd say. So what do you mean define it as a food? Like so like so if 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 you if I say describe chili to me, what 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 would you say? Okay, that's a hard one. So like I think So the way I've always described it is like, you know, you it's a beautiful like oh God, I don't know. Okay, so what I'm getting at, okay? Uh uh-huh, uh. Uh-huh. Um, I get, I think it's just the phrasing of the question was confusing me. Right. So the reason why I ask, how do you describe chili? Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, when they eat chili, mm-hmm. they say it, it like they say it's a it's a soup or stew based type of meal. Mm-hmm. Right. That includes meat, some diced veggies, and beans. Right. Yeah. Traditionally, chili does not have beans. No, it does not. So when you and even chili, you're not even supposed to put it like you're not even it's only supposed to be meat and the yeah. the silly the chili base when you're putting it on hot dogs. Yeah. So chili by itself is just chili mm-hmm. and it's meat and, you know, the sauce, I guess yeah. it's kind of it's I don't I, wouldn't call I, it I would call sauce, it more of a base. Yeah, because it's so like it's the base. I don't know how you make it, but I use tomato sauce and uh, beef stock. Absolutely. That's 100 percent how I make it. Mm hmm. I do uh, a ratio mm-hmm. depending upon it. So my ratios are either ground meat or stew meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm doing stew meat, I cook it significantly longer, but um, yeah. if not, it's generally just ground beef. Mm-hmm. And then I do my ratios are about a third ground beef, a third vegetables and a third beans. And I use three different kinds of beans. Yeah. Uh, do you I'm use bougie. chili, red kidney, and then... I so I use, uh, why am I fucking, bl- oh, I use light red, dark red, and black beans. Black beans? So no, red. that's a really good addition. I like black beans. I like them a yeah. lot. It's a really, so like, light, red kidney, like, dark yeah, red so, kidney beans. Yeah, so light red kidney beans, dark red kidney beans, and black beans. Uh, the, the, specifically those three, because mm-hmm. black beans tend to be softer and smaller, Mm-hmm. And so they don't take up as like they don't they don't overpower as much. Yeah. But the dark red kidney bean then adds like this weird texture. It adds like, the it gives, well, it gives, and also the dark texture. red kidney bean 
adds like the hearty flavor to it. Yeah. Um, and that's because like generally it's like the thin of it, the sorry, the skin of it is thicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's more bite to it. Yeah. Um. So like I think it just adds texture and it adds a little bit more oomph, and like you said, hardiness to it. Like it yeah. just it just makes it more. It just it it gives it just that little bit of extra, like I guess filling. Yeah, that yeah, we yeah. all want. But, so uh, I make so I make two different versions of chili. Um, I make the the bean and meat alternative, and then um, I since I do a lot of low carb dieting, sometimes I I do like a keto variant. Yeah. Um, and this it sounds like a sin, but I promise it's not. So, um, probably a sin. It's, you can't just say it sounds like a sin and then it sounds it like a sin. It's so it's completely it completely replaces beans because you can't have okay. beans with low carb and, and keto. Yeah. Um instead I use uh shiitake mushrooms, jalapenos, onion, and bacon. See, I can't do mushrooms. Won't. You would I be can't. shocked with this one though. I think I... because you so like so it, what it is, is you use an 8-ounce can of tomato paste instead of the 12-ounce. Yeah. And then um, it's mostly beef stock and, and beef broth. No, I use chicken broth and beef stock. I mix them together. Okay. And then um, those both go in, and then you soak the mushrooms. After the after the initial base has, has heated up considerably, and, of course, you season salt, pepper, chili powder, paprika. Yep. Um, you throw the mushrooms in to soak, and those are the first things that go in. So they kind of soak up a little bit, so they actually get more of a bean texture to them. And um, since they're soaking, the mushroom flavor disappears. I, I don't know. Then the jalapenos, instead of having to use uh, cayenne pepper or any sort of red pepper, uh, the jalapeno seeds replace that for the spice. Yeah. And then the onions yeah. add onion to it. Yeah, so I'm a big fan of onion. Mm-hmm. So I do, like I said, I'll do the what type of onion? Meat. Uh, typically white. Yep. Uh, like right white answer. Or I would. I was white going to judge yellow. you. I was going to judge you if you said uh, red. No, red onion is not a thing. It's too sweet. You don't put it in chili. Sorry. No. Um. I mean, but, shit, so you don't even use it in anything. <laughs> no, I love yellow. I love uh, red onion. Um. And it's know. mainly it's mainly in like my breakfast burritos. Yeah, I dice it and put it. In no, it is burritos. a good breakfast onion. Yes, because I use yellow onion, but red onion's yeah. a pretty good, pretty good breakfast onion. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, it's either white or yellow onion. Just kind of depends on what I have mm-hmm. on hand. Um, if I don't have either of those, then I will get one because I won't use red. Yeah. Um, and then I I do bell pepper because right. I think bell pepper adds a lot to it. So I'll do probably. Yeah, bell, like, pe- bell peppers are a little sweeter. Yeah, so I'll generally do like a red one because it's a little, it has a little more bite to it, mm-hmm. and then I'll do a green one because it's more neutral, but yeah. it also just adds to it. Yeah, it and just adds I that always, pepper to it. Yeah, yeah, and then I do uh, either. Generally, it's a jalapeno, so I'll do right. like one or two jalapenos depending upon how spicy I want it. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, like I said, then I do my three cans of beans, and I do tomato sauce, tomato paste, and then the beef, and then I do, um, I do this all by eye, but like with yeah. beef stock, I kind of just add it. See, that's the thing about chili. Like, 
who cares about the measurements of chili? Because chili is supposed to be soul food. Yeah. At so least it's me, Midwestern soul food. It's not like Cajun or like anything down yeah. south. Because I mean, Cajun. Oh my God. It's so good. I could talk but, hours uh, on Cajun food. I, uh, I don't measure anything on anything I cook. Mm-mm. It's all just by feel. Yeah. And that's kind of just how I was taught. But yeah, yeah exactly. So I put a, I put a enough beef stock in there until I like the consistency. Mm-hmm. And then... Do you like it more soupy uh, or do you like it more stewy? In between. Okay. So like a chowder? Sure. Okay. Um, Generally, I like it to... I like it to have some, like, consistency to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I don't... Basically, I don't like it to seem like a tomato sauce yeah. when I spoon it out. Like, I want there to be... I want it to be thin enough that when I stick my spoon in there, right, it doesn't all come up in one piece because of how sticky it is. Yeah. No, I get you. I get you. Like, high school mashed potatoes. Yeah, where you stick your spoon in, the whole thing just comes Yeah, like and then you can, tray. like, mold it into, like, clay figures. It's so weird. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, so chili for me is just, uh Dude, it's so good. It's... Like, honestly, if if anybody... Because you, you know that, like, there's that hypothetical that goes around. It's like, if you can get rid of one food, what would it be? If anybody says chili, like, they're out of my friend group. They, just, they deserve to die. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. God does. Uh, death penalty. Oops. I'm going to hire a hitman. I just fucking do it myself. Okay, I'll hire you as my hitman. Yeah. You don't like chili? I don't instantly trust you. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I guess I can understand it if you have, like, a food allergy. Great, fine, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, be a bitch. But... (laughs) Yeah, have fun being a weak human. Oh, my God. Being allergic to food, how dare you? Yeah. Like, anybody... Honestly, I don't trust people with nut allergies. I don't trust people who don't like bacon. I don't trust. Yeah, that's a weird one. Okay, actually, and and I say that, and I used to be someone who didn't like bacon that much, but also because I kind of had an issue with like really greasy food, right? Okay, you know what? That's understandable. That's very understandable. Like like for me, uh, when I ate bacon, you know, like Uh the grease just lingered too long in my mouth. Yeah. And I didn't like it. So... In turn, I was like, okay, I don't like this that much. I don't mm-hmm. want it. So I didn't like it that much. And I, I'd always be like, yeah, I, I could get rid of bacon. But um, now I love bacon, and I put bacon in a lot of th- stuff I make. Yeah, no, bacon. bacon's really good. And surprisingly, it's not terrible for you. It really isn't. Well, and it's like a huge part of the keto diet. Yeah, you get a, yeah, you get like a low sodium. Um, also get uncured. That They, like, really emphasize that. It's really hard to find uncured bacon, though. It's hard to find uncured anything. Like, uncured hot dogs are almost non-existent. Yeah. I also can't eat regular hot dogs. I have to eat all beef. Oh, me too. Like, Nathan's hot dogs? Yeah. Uh, actually, Ballpark has a really good Angus. Yeah, I'd either do, uh, Nathan's. Mm-hmm. Or I do, uh... 
I guess here it's private selection because it's the Dylan's brand, but yeah, or it's the fancy, it's the fancy Kroger yeah. brand. My my dad selection. My dad was a bar s kind of guy. He was like, oh no thanks. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that that mushy mushy shit. Yeah, it's like you can tell this is like, <laughs> it's like this is just cheap hot dog. This low key could be someone's shit. <laughs> low key is horse hooves. <laughs> you're right <laughs> like they like all the all the all the horror stories that you hear about hot dogs being all the unwanted parts it's like that that's the brand of hot dog that that story is about yeah i mean like it's just true though yeah goodness gracious <laughs> oh man so, so do you want to go a little bit longer it. since we're a little bit more low energy today a little longer yeah or i don't know i was actually just about to bring up uh so the the day that we're recording this um again we don't know i don't know i don't know when it's going to be released because michael does all the editing um but the day that we're recording this michael and i prior to earlier today had one of the best games in any battle royale we've ever had yeah so we play apex religiously uh I, i well yeah, religiously. I'm not even. And it's um, funny. I'm not even like a huge battle royale fan. I think the genre itself has become milk to death. But like, Apex is just—it's solid. It feels one, like probably one of the most original ones. Yeah, it's so complete. Um, but we had a killer victory today, and it's our, it's our first. It's my first one of season eight. I have. I don't get a whole lot of victories because it's I my get first win. I get dicked so hard I was all always, the time. Like. Especially with, um, especially with Apex in general, I've always been a bridesmaid, never a bride. Yeah. Yep. We, uh, me and our other buddy, consistently get top ten, top five, top two. We've gotten second place probably more times than I want to count. Oh um, yeah, like all three of us. God, if I can't even count on like any of, I can't even count on my hands anymore how many number twos and number threes we've gotten. Yeah, uh, it's always ridiculous, but. We just had like this, what seemed like an unwinnable situation that just turned for the good. And sure enough, we got the we got the victory. Yeah, and it was sweet. Um, and then, not to mention that, like we finished kill leaders. Yeah, we finished as kill leaders. We were both kill leaders at one point. Uh, I kind of snagged it from Michael at the very end. Not and not like purposely, of course. Everything no, just no, no. Happened. It just it naturally happened. But I had. So at the very, very end of the game, I had this like most beautiful play. So I was playing as a character, uh, Gibraltar. He was Pathfinder. I was Pathfinder. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I was, you know, doing all my decision making. I was like running back and forth. I was running low on shields. I was like, okay, either I go push this guy who the zone is pushing him. Or I hail Mary my ult, which is like a rocket barrage. I hail Mary my ult to kind of pressure him off the ledge that he's camping on. So Cody can deal with him. And then I just kind of sit prone for a while because, you know, I would be knocked down or I, you know, I continue to push this guy and my split to set my split decision was like, okay, I'm ulting. And I waited for the perfect angle on it to just get him right off that ledge. And that helped that helped Cody 100%. Yeah, so I was 
I was in left with a sick situation, or I was left with a very nerve-wracking situation where at first the path, their pathfinder, f f jumped off, and he stupidly ran away. I don't know what he was thinking. I think he was trying to get around playing. us. Yeah, I don't know, but he ran into the storm, which ultimately helped me kill him faster. Mm -hmm. But then the lifeline jumped down and had full shields and everything, and I was super nervous. And uh, my shots were just on point, like headshots all the way through downer. And then all we saw was champions, and then I also saw that you are now the new kill leader, which was very intimidating. <laughs> so, yeah, it was Yeah, I, I would, nutty. I like to think, and it makes me feel better, that my ult kind of helped with that. No, it, no, it absolutely did. I'm not even going to, because, I mean, we were in the perfect spot where, like, mm -hmm. we had an overhang, and so your ult wasn't going to hit us at all. Yeah. But they didn't have a, a, a cover, and so, I mean they couldn't do anything but jump and i think i think the pathfinder was already weak so he was just trying to get to a spot where he could honestly i think he was probably going to try to heat shield and then come back at us but now the second he got into it. the i think he was low enough on health that the second that zone did damage to him it just instant downed well and it didn't help that i was lighting him up yeah so like he dropped no, i'm saying like up. the second he because the zone touched him yeah and I, I think mean, the he, second, I, like, he went into the zone, I think that was enough damage to not get him down. Yeah. I mean, he was getting shot by me by the time he was mm. running in zone. Yeah. Um, And then I... The gunfight with the lifeline was kind of absurd because I ran out of bullets, had... Uh, I was jumping around frantically reloading my gun, and then I lit her up again and she died, and I was like, holy shit, what did I do? And... Like I've never had, we've never had a game where we've won every gunfight that we were in. Um, that game started off with us almost getting ganked. Uh, oh yeah, we almost got our shit rocked. <laughs> like the very first gunfight we were in was against. Again, if you guys know the game, then great. But it was against a revenant and I think a lifeline or something like that. Yeah. But they snuck up on us and we just barely got by. And then. From there, it was just every gunfight we got into. We perfectly timed every, like, third party. Um, oh, yeah, because we were pushing into this... We were pushing into this one building, and I had gone on the long side of it, so I could I could get them while they were looting a team that they third-partied. Yeah. And then you were just going straight... You were... I think you decided to go second floor so you'd catch them on the stairs coming up. Well, I don't... I was... Generally, the, the 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 plan that I go with when I do stuff like that is if I notice that my teammates are already causing a disturbance, they're they're fixated on you, and so mm -hmm. um, either they think that you're a solo, or you're just you know, like, or your teammates are dead. You know, basically, just think you you are by yourself. Yeah. Right. Or they have the advantage, and yeah. so then what I do is I come in from either a a, a side window or from upstairs, you know, and catch mm -hmm. them while they're not paying attention. And then that, you know, that's a panic. They're like, oh my God, what the fuck am I going to do now? Right. And so it is very difficult to like, it, I mean, it's happened to us too. So like, yeah, we know that being in that situation is just terrible. It's nerve wracking as fuck too. Well, yeah, I mean, you get, you get third partied and like, there's really not a whole lot you can do. You kind of no. just take it and say, okay, fuck me, you know? And no. then and then it was so funny because like the gunfight after that one was like it started off long ranged. 
and then we confronted them and they i don't know it felt like they they felt it felt like they had the advantage when we were at range but then the second we got up close they just didn't know what to do remember i don't remember what that one was that was the lifeline and a bloodhound it was the one um cuz i accidentally went through the uh Okay, yeah, yeah, the I rift. know what I'm talking about now. Yeah, the one yeah. after I went through the rift accidentally. Yeah. Well, and it was funny because, like, that gunfight, because that's, like, right before, that was all, like, right at the end because we were mm-hmm. three squads. No, 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 um, that was that was the two, because there was that gunfight, and then there was the one where we struggled trying to, like, locate the solo Gibraltar. Yeah, they, all, all three of the, yeah, the last three gunfights were all within the, uh, within the rift area. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we we ran into a, a Gibraltar who just kept, I don't know how, he just, like, disappeared on so many occasions. Um, And then the last gunfights were, like, all within the same area because the circle pushed us all in together. And the final squad we killed got lucky because they got to stay where they were at. It was so stupid. Yeah. But, yeah, um, what's funny about the Bloodhound lifeline fight is... I was eight damage away from getting my my last Evo, and so I just <laughs> I single yeah. shot the I single shot the the Bloodhound from like across the fucking rift, and was like, okay, I got my red shield, <laughs> I'm good now. But yeah, so we ended the game with a total of eleven kills, and over I think we both had to, we we had over a thousand damage each for a total of like 2300 damage between the two of us which is good for like a bronze lobby oh my gosh it was nutty it was so disgusting I was very I'm very impressed honestly yeah. and then like I mean <laughs> and I then know. we couldn't run it back at all <laughs> well yeah I mean I we got was close though pizza. yeah I was ordering pizza <laughs> speaking of which of you shit. talking about pizza made me order pizza did you yeah i got Domino's. good for you good for you i don't like Domino's, but yeah good for you <laughs> fuck sorry <laughs> you're good you're good well yeah, we just got a stuff it's, crisp it's about that time it is about that time it is currently where we are it is uh 10 till 1 a.m and we have been here talking to you guys for like an hour um, twenty. Yeah, for a good a good amount of a good, good chunk of time. Good chunk. I uh, my I, allergies are starting to kick me in the fucking ass, and I can't breathe out of my nose now. So that oof. sucks. That's why I sound like deeper and less mm. energetic. And I, I would like keep... to apologize, like if if this episode isn't that interesting, like that's on us. Um, it's just kind of a low energy day, honestly. Yeah. Um, again, in the future, when we start getting more traction and people start listening to us more, um, I'm hoping we can inter or I'm hoping we can interact with you all more often. Yeah, yeah, and um, um, you know, to anybody who is listening right now, don't forget, uh, you know that use hashtag asked peaked or ask peaked to um, uh, to ask us questions and. Um, you know, for the next episode, we will 100% be asking the or getting to those questions. Um, on Twitter, of course. Or yes, you could do it on Instagram too, I guess. And I actually want to start something as well. Um, because Michael and I switch intros 
so often or every other episode. I don't know. Maybe we'll start. Maybe not now, but maybe in the future we start a poll every two episodes and say, "All right, whose intro was better this week?" Or oh yeah, yeah. Who's no, a, that would be really between, cool. Like who who was funnier? Who was uh who was dumber? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe we have a theme for the intros that we give, and whoever did a better better themed intro. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Just I mean, got, there's it, we're the beginning stage of this podcast. There's countless there's, possibilities that we could do. Absolutely. Yeah, just remember to, you know, interact with us at hashtag AskPeaked, just because uh, if you're trying to, like, directly um, use our handle to tweet at us, uh, it could get lost in notifications or get jumbled. Um, Yes. So we we do ask that you use the hashtag uh, to ask questions in the future. Um, Nobody really really did the, the Twitter handle thing, but I'm just saying, like, it just it makes it easier to to go through questions um yes and we are and we are now officially on itunes and spotify so, hell yeah big fans you know if you're one of our like youtube listeners uh you can find us on those platforms so you don't have to just keep youtube open you can listen in the car or whatever um i i was really excited when uh we got on itunes yeah yeah it's a uh... It's a huge thing. I think Spotify is a big one for me. Spotify's a big one too, yeah. Spotify's just where I listen to everything, so Right, right. But yeah, uh and even though even or in general, I mean you mm-hmm. just want to tweet at us, tell us how we're doing, do so. Yeah. I'm give at us, uh, give us feedback. I'm at the T H E Jimmy Lol. Uh Cody, I believe you're at you're at KingBear97. Yes. Okay. Something yeah. like that. Something like that. And of course, uh, you can always use uh, hashtag AskPeaked, or if you have a, a direct question, you can actually, you know, use the uh, the handle for for the Twitter itself. Yeah, or um, just or just tweeted us through the through Peaked at Birth. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's all I have. Any, anything you have. Uh, you want to finish with? Um, pissing your pants is good on occasions. Yeah, and wipe your ass. Wipe your ass uh, more than once. Yeah, please. And drink. But just like once over it with the toilet. Like, you know, just don't be afraid to use a couple. couple Fold wipes. it. Fold it and keep going. Yeah. Um, And dogs have cleaner mouths than you. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. No. Uh, thank you. Thank you for listening. Y'all have a great thank day. Thank you.